welcome to Tech Law Talks. I am Anthony Diana, a member of Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group. In each episode of this podcast, we will discuss cutting edge issues on technology, data, and the law. We will provide practical observations on a wide variety of technology and data topics to give you quick and actionable tips to address the issues you are dealing with every day. Welcome back to Tech Law Talks at our M365 and 5 Foundation series where we're joined by Lighthouse to explore core elements of Microsoft 365 and key operational and legal considerations. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about SharePoint Online and some of the issues that C-suite executives, legal and compliance folks should know about. So starting with Exchange Online, I have today TJ Satnick from Reed Smith, as well as John Holliday from Lighthouse. Welcome, gentlemen. Let's get started. So. TJ, let's start with you. What what is SharePoint Online? What do people need to know about SharePoint Online generally? Sure. So so SharePoint Online on its face may appear quite similar to the standard SharePoint, but functionality is going to be drastically increased, including acting as shared drive functionality within an organization. And in addition, organizations will have the ability to implement various access controls with improved governance. And John Holiday, in terms of, you know, one of the big features of M365 as a whole, and obviously SharePoint's one of them is this idea of collaboration, um, whatever that means. So could you just give a sense of what, what does SharePoint provide in terms of collaboration? Well, the first thing to think about with uh, collaboration is it means a lot more than what, what you'd normally think. SharePoint, I mean, the whole idea is that you are able to Multiple users, multiple editors can all work on the same documents at the same time. One of the biggest positive aspects of SharePoint is that it it provides more context around documents and folders in the organization of information than you would get with a normal file share. So it's a lot more than just having a central place to store information. You're also storing metadata about that information, meaning that you have properties that can expand and grow as your use of that information grows. And so I would say that SharePoint provides more of an active collaborative aspect than, than just a static storage location. Interesting. And, and so, TJ, John mentioned this as well, this idea of, of everyone editing a document. How is that different from what we're doing today? Sure. So unlike today, where ultimately you save a document and then you send it, a document is static, it's an attachment. Ultimately, now you have one single quote-unquote attachment, and you can have multiple people logging in at the same time. You could see people making those changes live. And again, with access controls, you can decide who has access to which document at any given point in time, and you can remove that access as needed. Interesting. So it is different from a, what we consider as a, you know, a shared drive today. And, and so, John, in terms of like, we talked a little bit about this with Exchange Online, and I want to talk to you about like, how does this work? How does, how do people govern the SharePoint online? You know, the data that's in there, because I think we've, we've all seen that these shared drives in, a, in organizations on file servers sit there for generations and nothing is ever deleted. What does SharePoint provide to give a little bit more governance to the documents that are created in the SharePoint? Well, SharePoint gives you a lot of tools that you can use when you're talking about information governance and managing managing information in a sort of in a central storage location. Then you get a lot of um, additional benefits like notifications when things are changing, when anyone edits the document. It's not just that you can collaborate together on editing the document, but when changes are made, 
Even if you haven't touched the document, you can be automatically notified when those changes occur. You can have shared comments on, on documents. You can keep, SharePoint will keep a version uh, history so that you can go back in time and look at different versions of documents. All of these things you don't get with any kind of static repository. Again, back to that notion of an active collaboration, meaning that everything is happening to the document over time and to the folders and the organization of those documents over time you can be plugged into. So SharePoint really encourages more collaboration than would a static repository. And and in terms of governance, John, is it can you, you apply retention and auto deletion? And could you just give a sense of sort of how how an organization can help govern what is in these SharePoint sites? Absolutely. One of the sort of early interpretations of what SharePoint provided was that it was a way to create websites or to create intranets in a, in a company. But really, because of its, the fact that you, you do have a central repository with additional functionality attached, and it's tied directly into the whole M365 pantheon of applications and services, then you get the ability to put rules on, on content so that automatic retention rules are, are provided. So you can specify how long content must be kept, if it has to be kept, or when it, uh, how long it, it lives before it must be deleted. All those rules can be baked into the environment so that you have automatic retention management. You're also tied into legal holds so that you can implement preservation rules and policies. The whole governance framework that's available in M365 generally is mapped to multiple workloads within the M365 universe. So SharePoint and OneDrive, as well as Exchange, all tied into that central rules repository. That's fantastic. So lots of opportunity for governance there. So TJ, before we head out, what else, what's the last point we want to make about SharePoint Online? What should people know? So uh, we all know that Microsoft Teams is increasing in popularity quickly. And actually SharePoint Online underlies each individual Teams channel. So ultimately documents for each individual's Teams channel will be stored within the SharePoint Online. And we can go into that SharePoint Online to gain access directly to those particular documents if people need access to them. Terrific. So thanks, everyone. Hopefully you learned something today. Thanks for listening. And there'll be many more podcasts on this. So hopefully you join us and listen and learn. Thanks. Tech Law Talks is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's tech and data practice, please email techlawtalks at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and reedsmith.com, and our social media accounts at reedsmithllp on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. All rights reserved.